I gotta do it every time so that we know that uh, I'm ready. <laughs> That's how you'll tell if I've been replaced by someone else. If someone else is like Polyjuice Potion themselves and is trying to record a podcast with you, is they it- don't if they don't immediately start with that. Right, because nobody knows, because it's never been in an episode, so nobody actually knows what I we, say. What you say when we turn on the mics. You know we really love you. It ain't our place to judge you. Your feelings get about it naturally. There's no point in hiding, so feel free to start confiding. If you need a good friend. You can count on me. You can count on me. You can count on me. Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone. And I'm Kim. And this is Fanatical Fix. And where to find them? Your favorite Harry Potter fanfiction podcast. Your favorite. <laughs> I, I like how that's our tagline that I've come up with. <laughs> really imposing a lot on the listeners. <laughs> It is. It is. But you know what? Especially because we realize we're not the only Harry Potter fan fiction podcast. Yeah. If you want to go check out a different one that is actually very different from this, I'll put a link somewhere. Yeah, we can plug them. Yeah. Link to the other one. Like, you know, yeah. Solidarity, man. (laughs) Solidarian podcasts. So uh, this is episode 10. Yes. Hi. <laughs> this is a this is a this is a me episode, so I'm going to be reading today. But Sequoia has a little announcement. Do you want to do this now or at the end? Uh, we'll just go ahead and do this now. This is a good time. Cool. Um, if you listen to this podcast and you're going to be at PodCon, I'm going to be at PodCon, <laughs> which is very exciting. So um, come say hello. Uh-huh. Uh, PodCon is a podcast convention for people who do podcasts, people who listen to podcasts, just like general podcast dumb fandom. Um, And it's being run by Hank Green and the McElroy brothers. So there's going to be some really cool stuff happening, a lot of like live shows and stuff. So I'm really, really excited to go and, you know, maybe. I'm kind of jealous. That uh, sounds really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. I'm excited. Life everything (laughs) (laughs) school people who are still in school (laughs) la 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 whatever anyway yeah that's really exciting so if you're gonna be there say hello yeah in that voice (laughs) hello that's the voice for this pod yeah i mean for this con (laughs) that's how i'll know (laughs) last time it was something else yeah (laughs) i don't remember i don't remember either we just spew garbage and then like forget what we've said immediately oh yeah no when we go back and listen to the edits of the episodes i'm like what yeah like wait a second i said why what? would i say that no wait that sounds exactly like me but i don't remember <laughs> saying that <laughs> yeah cool uh anyway. do you want to do you want to read me some yeah i got stuff? i got i have a really i the story i picked for you today i love this story it's it's really good. This is actually, I wasn't sure if I wanted to wreck this story or read it to you. I decided to read it because I don't think any of you listeners are actually reading our wrecks. Yeah, I'm looking at you. So I need this to be shared with everyone, so I'm going to read it to you. But you sh- that said, you should read our wrecks. They're amazing. Except for yeah. Sequoia's. Just kidding. Mine are great. <laughs> All right. So this story... 
This is one of those archive of our own stories, so it doesn't have genre tags like the fanfiction.net ones do. So I'm going to make some up for Rad. you. It's called And Now for Something Completely Different. Yes. And the genre tags are romance and humor. Okay. Oh, yeah. This sounds alternate university. Um, <laughs> cool. I'm going to guess that in this story, they uh, every episode I have that re realization of how bad that you have this no I fucking am. clue what's about to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, like with a title like that, it could no indication anything about what's coming. Yeah, no. I I <laughs> I'm gonna make some shit. Uh, I've forgotten what the title was, and yeah, it really. I'm gonna tell you right now, doesn't have anything to do with the story. Great. So oh, I'll tell you that this uh, features a really common trope, a fan fiction trope that's super common. Um, I don't okay. think that's helpful, but you know, there's that. All right, I'm gonna guess that two characters have to kiss under mistletoe. <laughs> Great. That's a that's a trope. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna guess that it takes place during their seventh year at Hogwarts. Great. Uh, meaning it's trio era, and I'm yep. going to guess that I'm going to guess that the main character is Luna. Great, I say that all the time. I know this I was written. I'm going to tell you right now. Luna. I'm going to tell you right now. This story was written in 2002. Fuck. <laughs> so <laughs> great. Know, there's that. I'm right all the time about everything. Um. Also, I guess we forgot to say this earlier, but you know, uh, listeners. Make your predictions. Oh, yeah. Tell uh, us how you I did. I guess, guess you all already know that one of Sequoia's was wrong, so. <laughs> <laughs> At least one. Um, but, yeah, go ahead and make your predictions. Let us know how you do. We love hearing about it. Yeah, I had a friend of the podcast tell me last night that she has zero points, <laughs> um, which made me feel, you feel a better? lot better. Especially because the listeners get point opportunities. Oh, God. <laughs> on both of our episodes. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> All right. I'm ready for this. It just jumps right into it. I'm so excited for you to be sad. <laughs> <laughs> when Harry Potter woke up a girl, he promptly went back to bed. Wait, what? Yes. Okay. I. Uh, it says a girl. So... Uh, that makes me think that this is like telling us about Harry Potter's, like, I'm ready for Harry Potter's player lifestyle. <laughs> you know, Harry Potter, classic. He wakes up a girl and he's like, <laughs> leave. And then he goes back to sleep. Harry Potter, the player. Oh, woke up someone other than him who is a girl. Oh, he woke up as a girl. <laughs> Yes. Let's go. Oh, my God. This is a trope. This is the trope. You know, Harry turns into a girl. Is he going to make out with Draco? These stories are such a fucking mixed bag, and this one's amazing. <laughs> You're a girl, Ron said. And Harry said that, yes, he was quite aware of that. And they slept in for two more hours because it was Saturday, and last night had been Quidditch practice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to go back to sleep if I woke up. You know, it's Hogwarts. Sometimes weird shit happens. Yeah, maybe if you go back to sleep, you'll wake up as a boy. Yeah, again. maybe the whatever spell it is will wear off. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> uh, 
Last night had been Quidditch practice until some truly obscene time, of which he wasn't really sure. You're still a girl, Harry, Ron said when they had woken up again and were brushing their teeth. Harry looked into the mirror, squinted, and then fished his glasses out from under his pajamas. Better head over to see Madame Pomfrey before lunch, Harry said, and shrugged. <laughs> this can all be sorted out. Yeah, it's probably fine. It's magic, magic, Pro- magic. Probably going to be fine. Hermione met them in the hall with grave words about McGonagall's rumored Monday morning exam and dropped half her books when she brought herself to look up from them. Harry, you're... We know, Ron said. Come God, on. <laughs> Hermione, we know. Like, obviously, Hermione, come on. <laughs> Captain Obvious. Come on. I think I've read about this before in... Of course you have. <laughs> Classic Hermione. Lay Hermione and Ron. Hermione continued, undaunted. 1732, I believe. Alfred the Not-So-Lonely. Not-So-Lonely? Well, he mainly kept to himself. His investigations into the translucent transfiguration were revolutionary. But then he had that second head. <laughs> Wait, what? You know, just uh, what some history. This? Yeah, what does that have to do just with some the history? history? Okay. Ron perked up. Did both of the heads turn into girls or just one? She frowned. You know, I don't remember. I'm shocked at you, Hermione. Utterly shocked. Hello, girl here? <laughs> Can we get a move on? Harry said, hands on his hips, which were very pretty, actually. Slender, but soft and rounded. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why couldn't Harry have woken up as an ugly girl? Because he's the chosen one. (laughs) You know, I think it's I think it's canon that Harry's not bad looking. Yeah, that's canon. You know, he looks decent enough. So he'd probably be an okay looking girl too. I wanna know what his hair looks like because that's like the defining feature of Harry Potter is that his hair sticks out all over the place. I don't know that they talk about that. You can imagine whatever you want until I tell you otherwise. Yes. I already am. Right, sorry, Ron said, and they marched quickly down the walkway with Harry taking the lead, hair swishing back and forth over his shoulders. So so he's got long hair. Yeah. Three to four months, Madame Pomfrey proclaimed, turning decisively towards the first year with green and orange polka-dotted arms. Oh, I thought she was going to be talking to Harry. Three to four months, Ron said, aghast, but he's a girl. Oh, she is talking to Harry. Uh, that's a misdirection okay. there. Okay, classic misdirection. I, I Three to four was. months? Why? <laughs> I'm well aware of that fact, Mr. Weasley, she called back over her shoulder, and the first year's spots faded into a much more manageable tan. Hermione tossed a curtain of her hair over her right shoulder and sighed. It's a transfiguration. You don't do anything about them. They simply wear off. Uh, Harry's been transfigured into a girl by someone uh, or something also like or whatever uh, yeah <laughs> look Ron that's, I, I'm not entirely sure that's how transfiguration works but they, uh, uh, it's that uh, you know yeah I don't think it is yeah nope <laughs> you can you can usually spell things back right usually but um maybe you can't in this case <laughs> this spell has an anti-reversal. 
property. Oh no. <laughs> like sometimes I feel like it's like kind of inconsistent. Sometimes you can reverse spells just by like being like finite incantatum or whatever. And uh, <laughs> they just like poof end. And sometimes it's like you have to like do a lot of complicated spell work to reverse the, the effects. I don't know. I wonder if the person who cast this spell on Harry uh did it on purpose? <laughs> like understood what that Harry doing. was going to be a girl for like Four I don't months. Remember. It's been a while since I read the story. You know, Harry. Ron appealed, hands spread wide and panicked in the air. <laughs> That's what I always Harry. look like. <laughs> That's what Ron always looks like. <sighs> Harry, who had a very pretty nose and even prettier dark eyelashes, was picking at the end of his robes. He looked up and blinked. I'll need a dress. Uh, also, don't they just all wear robes uh, for wearing under the dress? Under the robes? Under the robes, yeah. A dress for wearing under the robes. A dress for wearing under the dress. Was this before the movies came out? Because I feel like before the movies came out, it wasn't super consistent like what they wore. It seemed like everybody was wearing a dress. Just like a bunch of robes. Yeah, like yeah. robes yeah. as a dress. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, whatever. The illustrations That's the in the like the books is like, them wearing like jeans under the robes it always looks like to me yeah i don't know also, it was really hairy why can't you just wear pants listen because he wants to be a, he's a pretty girl he wants to be a pretty girl wearing a pretty dress <laughs> he wants to fit in uh, <clears throat> fitting in is overrated just be a weird nerd <laughs> harry thinks he'll look nice in a dress he wants to show off his legs fine Harry, oh, there's like a star for a time passage. Okay. Harry purchased three dresses, a pair of stockings, and a package of women's undergarments, size small, although he never wore them. And he kept using the same cologne he'd been given by Sirius on his last birthday, despite this fa the fact that it smelled distinctly like aftershave. And you don't even shave yet, Hermione said. <laughs> so kind of a mixed bag there. Yeah. Uh... Wearing dresses. But uh, he bought women's undergarments, but doesn't no, wear doesn't them. Doesn't bother to wear them. <laughs> he's wearing like boxers under his dresses. <laughs> oh, I bet he's so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> he did, however, allow Parvati to tap her wand against his eyebrows a few times and declare them fixed. Oh, he's got those shapely eyebrows mm. now. Do you think? Do you think they were like the the like super thin ones? That was the style. Was that oh, the wait, style back in the nineties? Two thousand. Yeah, they are thin. A hundred percent. They weren't broken. He tried, but Parvati had been a sixteen-year-old girl much longer than he had, and considered herself very much the expert on the subject. They're not now, she replied, and that had been that, and Hermione liked them, anyway, and quieted down a bit about how he should and should not smell. <laughs> Harry, if you're going to be a girl, Listen, gotta do it right. Ladies have got to stop trying to dictate <laughs> what Harry can and cannot wear right? and what he should smell Way like. Way to enforce the whatever, whomever. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, yep. Don't you think he looks very nice? Hermione said, nudging Ron. No, Ron rep replied and scowled. <laughs> I do not think Harry looks very nice. I think Harry looks like a girl. And why do you keep saying him? That's not exactly fooling anybody. Hermione rolled her eyes. 
Well, you know, he's not actually a girl. He just looks like one. He's just been transfigured into one. He's not a girl. He looks like a girl. But they're all trying to make him look even more like a girl. They're trying to make him conform to some girl type standards. But they won't call him a girl. And they they don't like that he smells of aftershave. But they fixed his eyebrows, and I think that's the most important it part. Is, it really is. And Ron's, like, extra confused. Ron's eyes widen to the size of Christmas dinner saucers. Are, are the Christmas what saucers? A a Christmas <laughs> saucer? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. And flicked over the front of Harry's robes. You mean... Um, what? Um, so Hermione just told Ron that Harry's not actually a girl, that he just looks like one. And Ron's immediately concerned about what Harry's got inside of those boxers that he's still wearing. Oh, gotcha. No, Harry yelped, face flushed. No, he's... Hermione's face joined Harry's in mottled red, and she swallowed loudly. He's all one. Um, he's all very much one thing (laughs) she coughed but his essence hasn't changed you see what he is really like say if you used polyjuice to disguise yourself as harry you'd still be you oh ron said for example hermione continued i read this fascinating memoir last summer by a wizard who spent three years disguised through polyjuice potion and recorded his all right (laughs) Draco said. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. That's great. Terrific, even. How about some lunch? They blinked, and Draco smiled, offering a hand to Harry. What's happening? Draco Malfoy. Are you visiting for the term? (laughs) Yes. This is exactly what you told me you would get me. Is it? Yeah, when I when when I said when you were reading me, um, uh, in a, in a, in more ways than one, and I was like, it's Draco Malfoy, <laughs> Polyjuice Potion, the opposite, though. exactly. But yes, it is pretty much. <laughs> Are you visiting for the term? My father says that is an excellent idea, and I have plans to tour schools in Scotland over the winter holiday. Uh, they are in Scotland. <laughs> Look, what? They didn't know that there was only one school in Scotland. In Scotland, because oh, so he's talking about the other schools in Scotland. Yeah, got you. You know the other wizard schools, because we had no idea how many schools there were at this point. That's true, and we still don't. I'm not going to get into it. Nope, not today. Nope, never mind. Forget I said that, listener. <laughs> <laughs> not fooling. Anybody? Hermione whispered into Ron's ear, and Ron made a choked cry that resembled that of a delirious, mutilated seagull. I make that sound all the time. (laughs) 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 Yep, yep. A a delirious, mutilated seagull? Specifically, yes. That's the greatest. I like it a lot. I love it. I told you, I really like this story. I love it. He's talking to Malfoy, Ron hissed, glaring across the table. Hermione kicked him with the sharp toe of her shoe and narrowed her eyes at his. What? he said loudly. You said we should call him him because of that whole essence deal. 
or don't you remember all of that? Well, I've changed my mind, she said. Because she totally wants Harry to hook up with Draco. Who doesn't want that? (laughs) You've changed your mind. I've changed my mind, said Hermione, and nodded firmly. Ron frowned. All right, then. Harry slid in beside them. I told Draco that I'm not a girl. Uh, I wonder exactly what he said. I'm guessing he said exactly that. Draco, who was lingering at his left shoulder, fearful of touching the Gryffindor table and contracting some sort of poverty, most likely. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, that is so good. I love that. Yes. I love that. The characterization of Draco in this is amazing. <laughs> oh, this is so good. Okay, yes, continue. Uh, you had to tell him, Ron pro- replied snidely. I had to tell him that I'm a him him, but not a him him. Harry blinked. And that didn't make any sense, did it? <laughs> oh, no, he's turning into such a girl. Uh-huh. He doesn't make any sense. Oh, girls. Girls. <laughs> It made sense when you told me, Draco supplied helpfully. It's Weasley. I find just sharing the same room with him will begin decreasing brain cells. Ron's teeth clacked together, jaw popping. I... Does it have something to do with you being poor? Draco inquired. Because... I find that most things do when your mouth is open and sound is coming out. And we are already very much informed, I assure you. (laughs) Everything he says is gold. Yes. Thank you, Draco. (laughs) Thank you, Draco. Shit on Ron some more. Ron's throat gurgled. Draco hummed lightly and asked Harry if he might feel like a stroll down the West Corridor. Wait, I'm so... So he didn't tell him that... He did not... Oh, wait. Okay. So Harry didn't tell Draco that he's Harry. He just told him that he's not a girl. Yeah, I think so. Is that what he meant by the him-him shit? No, I think he meant that he told him that he's a him in essence. The thing that Hermione was saying before. Okay. There's no him parts physically, but that internally... He's a him. Okay, gotcha. I don't know if he told him he's Harry or not. <laughs> at I'm this thinking point. no, because you never know. Draco might just think he's hot, be into it suddenly. Oh my God. <laughs> Probably not. Well, I mean, he's hanging out with Ron and Hermione. Yeah, and so, Harry's not there. And Harry's not there. You know, even Draco's, Draco's not that stupid. Thick. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he is. I like how we said opposite <laughs> things. <laughs> We're calling Harry him again, Hermione said, as soon as Ron's knuckles loosened and color began returning to his face. We are? We are, Hermione nodded solemnly. (laughs) Solemnly? She wants them to hook up so bad. So bad. (laughs) Harry, Ron said a week later, between bites of sausage and morning biscuit, is ignoring us. Oh, my God. (laughs) Hermione would have sighed with exasperation, except she was drinking at the moment. He's not, 
He is. He's ignoring us for Malfoy, and Harry's letting him badmouth us. And really, didn't Harry tell him to take a hike in the first place because he was being a git about me? Hermione opened her mouth very wide, like she always did when she was about to say something that was completely obvious to everyone who was Hermione. And that wasn't very many people, so she received a lot of practice at it. (laughs) I love it! It's a face that she totally makes all the time. Yes. Uh, Ron. (laughs) It's those eyes he makes. That Draco makes? Yup. Oh my god. Uh, uh, Hermione wants to hook up with Draco. You know, who doesn't? Want a piece of Drake? I can't say it. I couldn't even get through the sentence. Like, we keep talking about how much we like Draco, but I'm like gagging. I love Draco. <laughs> and Harry didn't notice these eyes before? Ron said, slightly disconcerted about the idea of someone making eyes. He liked to think of eyes as a pre existing trait. <laughs> oh, that's a great sentence. Draco didn't make those eyes before, she explained patiently. He didn't. He makes them for girls. But, and I hope you're listening, Hermione, Ron said, (laughs) his voice raising, because it seems like no one is listening. (laughs) Harry is not a girl. (laughs) And Malfoy knows that. Weren't you listening? Oh my god, that characterization is so on for Ron, who's just like, for this obvious thing, why is everyone ignoring this totally obvious thing that is happening? What is happening, says Ron. Well, it's too late now, isn't it? Hermione replied (laughs) matter-of-factly. Too late? To to what? Too late? To worry about anything. Great. <laughs> Harry and Draco. Also, how does Hermione know about the eyes? Um, Isn't, why would Draco... she's watching them both constantly because she's a, she's a dreary shipper. <laughs> <sighs> awesome. Draco Malfoy was desperately, madly, very nearly, completely, but not quite, in love. <laughs> I want a, I want a story to start with that sentence. Oh my gosh, yes. Well, this story could have. Well, it no, could, well, it needed no. the build up. Ne- yeah, no, it, I'm glad it didn't. But uh, I love that sentence. It's great. He had never intended to be so, but then he had never intended to walk directly in the path of his Uncle Levin's Doberman Pincher, which took five curses to the head before it would release him. And these things happen. oh my god this is so good Uh, i'm freaking out dude i told you i told you i told you that i wasn't sure whether i needed to wreck it or read it i love it it's so i love this story these things happen draco assured himself and steered harry towards the quidditch match with a hand resting firmly on the small of harry's soft sloping back it had been too late to look away once Harry had peered up through his tousled bangs and parted twice-bitten lips, and Draco had just always loved a woman whose eyes turned cold and chin tilted up. It reminded him of his mother. (sighs) Uh, 
Yes. Just every once in a while, Harry's like, fucking Malfoy. <laughs> and he loves it. Yeah. He of loves course it. he does. Um, also, I'm now starting to wonder what uh, Draco calls Harry. Like, he has to call Harry a name. So what name did Harry give Draco to call her, him her? Hold for the text. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I also like how pretty Harry is, except for he definitely has messy hair. Yeah, of course he does. He's Harry Potter. Uh, my father will have you killed, he informed Marcus Flint, who looked unwilling to relinquish his seat for the girl formerly known as the boy who lived. Just- <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, also, this is their sixth year. They said earlier that Parvati was 16. Marcus Flint is still at Hogwarts. Oh, my God. Uh, 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 you know, the amount of woo. fan fiction in which Marcus Flint has been held back just like, like 10 years definitely is he, great. He gets held back one year in canon. Yeah, but that <laughs> he could be held back you know, for 10. Marcus Flint. Super He's dumb. an idiot. Yep. Eventually, you can't have like a 25-year-old as a student at Hogwarts, I feel like. Yeah, it's creepy. <clears throat> Eventually, they just got to kick you out. Jesus. Who looked unwilling to relinquish his seat for the girl formerly known as the boy who lived, despite the fact that it was only Ravenclaw playing Hufflepuff, and very badly, he might add. Those Ravenclaws and Hufflepuffs. Yes, they can't do Not anything. Not great at Quidditch. No. Not sports they, people. They, they did well. Like one, They had like one or two okay players, but uh, really, no. Cho Chang. Cedric Diggory. That's it. That's there it. you go. <laughs> those we did the it. Only, those the Roger only. Davies? Uh, he was captain, but I don't know that he was particularly good. Yeah. Those are the three named players, <laughs> I think. <laughs> if you know of any other named players, let me know, but. Tweet at us. Yeah. Tweet, tweet. I think that's it. <laughs> Marcus grimaced but nodded and slid down the bleachers to give Harry and Draco room. I believe you're supposed to blush now, Draco said, and let Goyle know he would be killed as well if he didn't place that toad very carefully down the back of his own robes. Oh, classic. Classic who? Classic what? Everyone. Everything? Yep. Oh, okay, Harry said, and went about doing it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The only one that's not in character is Harry. But he's been transfigured into a girl. So... I love it. Harry is so weird in this story. I love it. There's no, I like how we have yet to have any explanation as to like why Harry is going along with this. Because he's into it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Harry went about being a girlfriend in a very exact professional manner. He woke up one half hour before the rest of his dormitory and marched straight into the bathroom. The center mirror had the best lighting, and he cleaned his teeth in front of it while he thought up something interesting to Owl Draco before lunch. His hair received 35 brush strokes. He scrubbed his skin with Bobble's Everglow face cream, making small circles with the tips of his fingers. And he typically decided on commenting that breakfast had been absolutely delicious. (laughs) Oh, Harry. Harry's trying so hard. He's just really excited that somebody loves him. 
Oh, Harry, honey. I love it. (laughs) Maybe this is how he always would have been. As a girl? Just in general. Like, if he wasn't so preoccupied with Voldemort. (laughs) 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 Do you think Harry would have been silly? Um, He typically decided on commenting that breakfast had been absolutely delicious. He wouldn't eat for another 15 minutes, but it was a rather sure bet. A small letter would be poked through the crack in the centermost window where the Malfoy owl stashed it sometime during the night. Draco owled before bed, and Harry checked it in the morning because it was nice to wake up to. Ah! This is disgusting. Ah! This is absolutely vile. Ah! (laughs) No Ah! one should ever be like this. (laughs) (laughs) Don't ever express your love or feelings. Jaded, jaded, jaded. wrong with us i don't know (sighs) sometimes there would be a handful of every flavor beans tucked into a pocket of parchment in toast coffee and peppermint picked out from the package one by one through laborious tests upon crab and goyle (laughs) it was very nice and sweet until he was feeding the shit to crab and goyle Totally it's way in character. That's how Malfoy would do it. He oh, sucks. Man. Oh, man. He'll poison you, said Seamus, horrified. But Harry declared them quite tasty and not at all life-threatening. Right, because he still sleeps in the 60-year Gryffindor boys' dormitory. Because he's still Harry. <laughs> I think he's still... Did he go into the boys' bathroom, I'm too? so confused. About what Draco knows and does not know. I think he knows everything. What is happening? <laughs> he just uh, never thought that Harry would be a hot girl. <laughs> <laughs> and Harry never thought that anyone would ever love him. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. So, you know, that's why this is happening, Um, I would say. Okay, I buy that. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) It was just fine that no one wanted to share. He would have them all to himself. And the same went with his satin-backed hairbrush, fairweather pocket mirror, and large rectangular picture that declared Malfoy rules in small, circular, ever-moving explosions above a depiction of the boy in question, astride a broom and in full Quidditch gear. Yes! Those are amazing presents! They are! And I want one of those pictures! Yes! (laughs) I don't think we've gotten much uh, fan art yet. <laughs> if you want to draw some fan art. Request. <laughs> Draco walked with Harry to his first and second, but not third class, pointing out how truly insipid the passing students were, in case Harry hasn't noticed. Harry typically hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, dear, for pointing this out to me. And that one, Draco drawled, comes from a whole line of squibs. Mother says that they're not purebloods at all, most likely. The first one was probably misclassified, and now it would be truly embarrassing to go back and relabel them all. Wow, what a dick. Right? What a dick. I love... Biggest thing that I love about this story is that they don't shy away from making Draco 
fucking Draco. Yeah, that's what he's like. That's, that's him. That is it. He sucks. <laughs> Harry examined the boy very closely and then dropped his eyes in a very nonchalant, okay, I'm not fooling anyone manner when the boy's head snapped back in their direction. As I was saying, Draco continued icily when the young man in question stopped to mutter something that sounded very similar to, your girlfriend's a fucking freak, Malfoy. Your girlfriend's Harry Potter. (laughs) Draco's father will have you killed, stated Harry. (laughs) What happened to Harry? What the fuck is wrong with Harry? Spending too much time with Malfoy. A little bit of that old snark, but just like pointed completely in the wrong direction, Harry. <laughs> yeah, Come on, dude. What? <sighs> and then Draco was smiling and not saying anything at all. Don't you think, Ron ventured, torso stretched awkwardly across the library table. <laughs> lounging on. T- <laughs> I love that. It's good. <laughs> yes. That Harry has become sort of, uh, mean. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hermione batted his fingers away from the edge of her tightly rolled parchment and cupped a hand around the bottom lines protectively, as as one could never tell with Ron if it was casual conversation or a stealth attack on homework solutions. (laughs) (laughs) I love how this is written. Yes. His recent tendency towards bowing to peer pressure and sneering at the less fortunate, she clarified. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah, That. That. Which earned her a cross and distinctly suspicious, you don't actually have a book for this, do you? Oh, Merlin, you do. And I think I could hate you. Look. (laughs) (laughs) I can see it. I can picture the look, too. (laughs) I'm not making it, by the way. We're just imagining it. Yeah. As you should be. Ron, he's a teenager, Hermione sighed and leaned back on her chair to paw a bit at the bookshelf on her right. Oh, yes, here it is. Acne, anxiety, and antacids, what your child has become and why you can't perform an exorcism. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that's accurate. Of course, she continued speculatively. I know they're trying to be witty, but honestly, every wizard knows that exorcisms aren't... But he's... Ron squirmed impatiently in his chair as if he was in great need of the lavatory. He's so uncomfortable. I love it. The whole thing. Everything. Girls our age are absolutely vicious about boys, insisted Hermione. Vicious? Oh my God. Ron peered with a measure of trepidation towards Lavender Brown as she made dainty flapping butterfly wings out of a broken quill beside the wide library windows, and then shook his head sharply. But he's not actually a girl, Hermione. Does anyone actually know what happened to Harry? Nope. Okay. (laughs) He's doing a terrific job adapting, she reminded him proudly. Well, except for that dreadful habit of scratching at the front of his skirts. (laughs) He's trying so hard. Harry... He's just, like, resigned himself to his fate. He's being such a good, perfect girlfriend. (laughs) 
having discovered that 62 versions of Harry Potter Malfoy, each with slightly varied penmanship, could fit on a single roll of parchment. Harry then repeated the procedure with Harry Malfoy Potter, promptly discarded the initial batch, and stowed the signatures under his pillow for safekeeping. you write you and your crush's name yeah on the paper the more we the more you read the more i'm like yeah malfoy just calls him harry yep (laughs) yep malfoy's known the whole time who he is and what's happening (laughs) he began to have much nicer dreams with beds of roses and butterfly kisses and making snape cry when gryffindor beat out the slytherins for the seventh year running (laughs) And so deemed the exercise an immense success. I love everything. I'm going to point out that I love that he's still, like, planning on beating the Slytherins and making Snape cry, but also is sleeping <laughs> on a rolled up piece of parchment that says Harry Malfoy Potter on exactly. it. Exactly. Um, and so deemed the exercise an immense success. A judgment call that did not sit so well with his friends, who, in a shockingly selfish manner, refused to help him pick out the prettiest one that someday could be printed up on all their wedding invitations. (laughs) What? (laughs) How rude. Like, seriously, guys. Guys, just help me pick the prettiest one. You don't have to print them anyway, Hermione pointed out. Neville nodded. My grandmum spelled the invites to my great aunt's 101st birthday instant replicas. And in case you've forgotten, your name will never be Harry Malfoy, Ron said loudly. Oh God, are you crying? (laughs) Ron is Ron Ron is there to be um he's he's the uh oh what's that voice of Ronson? He's no, he's there to be the voice of the audience. Yeah, like we're like the readers. Yeah, we're reading it going. But, uh, but wait, what? But and like Neville and Hermione are like, yeah, this is fine. This yeah. is normal. My grandmom just, uh, of course it won't. Harry said, looking quite surprised. And Ron let out a deep sigh of relief. <sighs> if I left off Potter, Snuffles would never forgive me. Snuffles <laughs> w- would never forgive you for marrying Draco Malfoy. No, 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 no. That's gonna be fine. That's gonna be fine, Sequoia. Yeah. It, the problem is gonna be if he doesn't keep his own last name. Right. Gotta gotta dash it. Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I need Ron to chime in here for me right now. Ron decided to demonstrate his maturity and perseverance by sulking for a fortnight. God damn it, Ron, I needed you. (laughs) You didn't act this way about Victor. Hermione pursed her lips impatiently, as she always did when she was about to say something that was completely obvious to everyone who is not named Ron Weasley. (laughs) He's not my boyfriend. Ron snorted. Could have fooled me. Classic. 
But then, that's not at all difficult to achieve, is it? Draco observed. <laughs> is, he just, is he just hanging out with them? Lounging against a nearby pillar. <laughs> Creeping. Um, lounging against a nearby pillar, despite the fact that upright columns of stone and lying in a lazy, relaxed manner did not initially seem to be things that one would have a tendency to mix. <laughs> He's just doing it that it thinks it looks cool. Yeah. He thinks everything he does looks cool. Ron threw up his hands. How do you keep doing that? <laughs> Drago just keeps, like, popping up, insulting him. Right. With perfectly timed whatevers. It's a gift, Draco replied smoothly and paused at its chilly reception. Oh, all right. It's a form of locator spell. When you're making a particularly large ass of yourself, it alerts me. What? <laughs> what? Ooh. What? You know, it just uh, immediately summons him. To the location so he can <laughs> make a perfectly prepared asshole remark. He's brushing his teeth and all of a sudden he <laughs> pops up next to Ron. <sighs> and he's just like, you're poor. <laughs> oh, man. You're poor and have poor self-esteem. <laughs> the only mystery remaining... Though Ron fervently argued that everything is weird and wrong and you've all gone nutters. <laughs> was the sharp incline in Harry's marks that had inexplicably occurred when he was working terribly hard at paying less attention to his courses than ever. Girls are just smarter. He's just smarter because he's a girl. Doing better in class. That is awesome. That's funny. Snape seemed cut at... Cut off at the tongue and given to long periods of inspection, standing haltingly at five paces away and eyeing Harry as one does an especially rare and repugnant specimen. His choice cutting remarks didn't seem to cast the same dour shadow over a sparkling brunette with a glowing disposition and delicate ankles. And it... <laughs> Yes. And it was the most unsettling thing, the way Potter kept making demure eyes over his shoulder and towards his favorite pupil. <laughs> Snape's not up on the gossip. Snape he does not handle what's going on. He can't handle this. He's like, Potter, you suck. And then Harry's like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, God, what? <laughs> What is happening? <laughs> Binns found Miss Potter a most refreshing joy to his classroom, and it was of Trelawney's opinion that her untimely death would be even more tragic now that a blossoming young romance would also be irrevocably cut short, leaving the survivor to roam the earth stricken and alone until his last heartbroken day. <laughs> so she's given him better marks in class. Oh, good. Or whatever. Sure. And he would become so gaunt, and his hair would lose that lovely shine, she added. Classic. I buy it. Yeah. I buy that. Yeah, that sounds right to you. Yeah. All right. Please tell me that you're not writing Harry Malfoy Potter into your foreshadowing journal, 
pleaded Ron. <laughs> Ron is the best character in this whole story. I love it. <laughs> Harry smiled sweetly. I am not writing Harry Malfoy Potter into my foreshadowing journal. Oh, thank the... I'm writing Harry plus Draco forever. (laughs) (laughs) So much better out loud. Oh, it's so good. It was good when I read it before. I'm writing Harry plus Draco forever, but in the rather strange abbreviation that I spied Padma using in Magic Creatures, he said, would you like to see? And tilted up the slightly smudged pages for inspection. Ron would quite decidedly not like to see. (laughs) And he said as much. (laughs) Harry, Ron said, pitching his voice low and calm and rational. If you were a 16-year-old girl, which you are not, you would still have no business writing cutesy little declarations with a pink inkwell and sparkles because, frankly, it's stupid. (laughs) Yes. Yeah? Yes. Ron saying all of the thoughts that you're thinking. All of them. Before you're even through thinking them. (laughs) Harry squinted up at him. I have to admit... You may be on to something, he said, and promptly changed the ink to a rich shade of crimson, because that's what was wrong. Yep. (laughs) Good job, girl Harry. Oh, girl Harry. Do you ever wonder if they're raising a percentage of us like mandrakes, just waiting until we first sprout acne and then setting about chopping us into little pieces and giving us to Snape for potions? Ron mused. He lost me. Hermione blinked. (laughs) I would think that the obvious answer is no. Also, I'm going to pretend we never had this conversation. (laughs) This is just like a weird little aside. (laughs) Or maybe he's hoping that that's what's going to happen to Harry now. Yeah, because he's over it. Harry turned back into a boy on a Tuesday. Oh, no. (laughs) Which Ron discovered rather accidentally by bumping into Malfoy while they were kissing in the hall. Draco. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Draco bit right into Harry's tongue and Harry's yelp was not girlish at all. And Ron was quite frankly appalled. (laughs) Me too, Ron. Me too. You're still... Kissing, he shrieked, and then clapped both hands over his mouth. (laughs) He squeezed his eyes tightly shut and then opened them very slowly. Well, no, not at the moment, Draco snapped. He He dabbed lightly at the corner of Harry's mouth with a crisp, white, neatly pressed and monogrammed handkerchief. Funny how blunt trauma to the mouth gets in the way of a snog. Hermione, Ron said, appealing to her good sense and generous nature. They're still kissing. (laughs) Yes, she said. I can see that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Keep keep going. Yeah, just keep going. 
Harry's arms had returned to winding around Draco's neck, and their mouths were open and shiny, and causing Ron an inexplicable attack of the nerves. <laughs> His mother had nerves, and he had been known to unwittingly stand upon them, but he never imagined that he would ha- own any. Ron had always been firm in his belief that this was a woman problem. Oh, God. <laughs> Ron! People are standing on his nerves. Or he's attacking. He's, he's, he's having a nervous attack. He's, he's, uh, yeah. Ron's eyebrows were protesting vigorously. <laughs> but he's a boy! Oh, Ron. She remained nonplussed. He's always been a boy. But Hermione, and correct me if I'm wrong, and please try to remember, as no one seems to remember anything or notice a single damned thing anymore, Harry does not kiss boys. Ron, Hermione sighed, Harry does kiss boys. (laughs) See? Yeah, he's doing it right now, Ron. No, Ron insisted. Certainly, there are plenty of boys who kiss boys who happen to have the name Harry, and they might even kiss Malfoy, of all the deplorable things, but our Harry is not one of them. He rolled his eyes widely and got in an accidental glance at the rapidly more and more entwined couple and winced. I think I'd know. Ron, Hermione said. Hermione, Ron said back. And Hermione's so just like, yeah. Yeah. That's uh I wanted it to happen the I, whole time. Here it is. Like this. I'm not masturbating in the corner. <laughs> or whatever. Whatever. Whatever slashers do when their slash pairings work. <laughs> I say that as a, as an unrepentant slasher. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> Ron, Hermione said, with admirable aplomb and tranquility, you know the time you bumped up, you burped up giant slugs for an afternoon and you ate one and you admitted that night before bed that it tasted sort of good, if salty, and the time you were afraid you could never grow enough hair on your testicles and you had me mix up that potion and that one paragraph was smudged and they turned all black and green and had to go to Dumbledore and he had to look at them and we swore to never tell anyone, but then Malfoy slipped you a bit of truth serum before the term was out and you told all of potions... And the time when Seamus finally managed to make rum and you drank far, far too much of it and you were moaning and clinging to the walls and you looked up into my eyes and you told me I was the most beautiful thing you had ever seen except on those days when I was sort of ugly and you loved me on those days anyway and on every day and someday you would tell me proper but you were just so scared. That was an information overload. (laughs) Ron gulped. I listen, she said. And laid a soft hand over his cheek. I notice, she said, and pressed a kiss to the other one. And they lived happily ever after, except for perhaps Snape, but that was undoubtedly for the best, and he would never wish, as he would never wish to feel an emotion as frivolous and silly as that one. The wait, end. it's over now? It's over. Wait, it's wait, over. Wait, wait. Yeah? Wait. Do you want to go back to that information dump Hermione laid on us, or was that all um, fine? Or do you have another question? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, what's up? I just... Yeah, what's up? Okay. Yes. So, Harry turning into a girl was used as a function to have him 
wait, I'm so confused. So the Harry turns into a girl trope is one that I have seen a ton of, often in dreary fics. Right. This one is the funniest. Usually they go through like this complicated like process for turning Harry into a girl and then it's like a big deal and blah, blah, blah. And then weird stuff happens. Um, and there are a lot of those fics and those are fine. And I was thinking of pairing this one with more of a traditional one. This one is a wreck and the other one is a read. Right. But this one is so fun. Yeah, that's like so doesn't super fun. bother itself with any of the like reasons why things are happening no things just happen and it's hilarious the thing that i like about this story the most is that the characterizations are pretty much universally spot on the characterization is good i (coughs) i really liked a lot of the description Uh uh the phrasing was good the dialogue was good yeah um why did why did anything happen anything happen because it's happening just let it happen sequoia god (laughs) Don't try to ruin my fun. Oh, man. Yeah. I was like waiting for somebody to be like, for Hermione to be like, I wanted Harry to admit that he's in love with Draco, so I turned him into a girl. No, 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 or no, like no. Just happened. Anything. Don't worry about why. And a lot of those other stories, they like, Harry and Draco like spend a lot of time agonizing about like what it means for them, or it's like a way to get around them being uh, gay characters. It's like a way to ship these characters that you like but without having them be gay. Because, you know, this was writ- these fan- fanfics were written in like the early 2000s, so people were a little less sensitive to that kind of stuff. Okay. You know? You All know right. what I mean? Um, and this one just like doesn't bother with any of that nonsense. It's like, yeah, he's a dude, but he's acting like a girl, but also he's still a dude. And at the end, it just like hits you with, yeah, no. Yeah. And then it was always a dude. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting trope when you look at it. Um, it's often it happens a lot, and it's generally not done very well. Right, and it's done I wouldn't for think so. the incorrect reasons. Right, but even just not even just like Harry turns into a girl. There are hundreds of Harry is a girl fix too. Oh, and those are those are like something else completely though. Right, yeah, that's an alternate universe that separately. But yeah, anyway, the Harry turns into a girl and then makes that with Draco thing. It happens quite a bit. I'm like, I kind of like that he turned back into himself and uh-huh. they were like yeah. still a thing. Yeah, no, I think that really makes this, it, it made this story really stand out to me. Yeah. <laughs> I just, wow. So many, Ron was so good in this story. You know, so good. Ron is one of my favorite characters in the books. And me too. fan fiction lives and dies for me by its characterization of Ron. He is so frequently mischaracterized, poorly used, and it bothers me. Yeah, it bothers me too, is one of my main complaints about the Harry Potter films. Yeah. But. Because Ron is a great character, and I yeah. just, like, I could not get enough of Ron in this story. <laughs> he was so good. So good. He's so funny. He's he's funny, but not like, oh, he's the funny guy. He makes the jokes. Exactly, which yeah. is where he often gets put. Yeah, exactly. And then his dynamic with Hermione works really well the whole time, I think. Yeah, it's just that... They took all of these characterizations that made sense and then just Put made weird shit happen. And Harry is just Which weird and nothing. I would guess is why 
it, this is like a I would guess this is a parody fic and I mean maybe it's not but it's titled after a Monty Python movie right so it's it's obviously that they meant it that way right. it's a humorous story I liked it yep yep that was fun <laughs> one of the their additional tags they've got some like tags on this one of them's gender swap but another one is bad plans <laughs> I love that that's a tag. I'm not totally sure if they mean that it was a bad plan for them to write this. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so, even though I think it was a great plan for them to write this. I love this story. It's so, yes. I'm really glad that you read it because I understand the, like, not knowing if you should read it or wreck it. It was so borderline for me, but I think it's such a fun, I think we, I think it's okay for us to do good stories sometimes. Yeah. Good stories that, you know, I I mean I love Precious too. Precious is Great. one of my favorite stories I've read. Right. But that one was such like absolute insanity that I obviously had to read it. But this one, you know, I could have gone either way on this and I wanted I've to share read, it with our I've listeners. I ran into a lot of stuff that I could go either way on. Yeah. To yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, this I, is Okay, here's the thing though is like this the whole entire premise is insane. Yes. Yes. Like Yes. It's insane. Yes. Um, but the characterization is good uh-huh. and the, the writing was so fun. The, yes. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, the reason we're doing this is because we like fan fiction. Exactly. And I wanted to share with you guys a fan fiction that I liked by reading it to you. That was, I enjoyed that. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. So, um, so what are you recommending with this i don't have anything that like fits with this one really thematically so i'm gonna wreck a story called after dinner discussions um i keep a list of all my fan fictions and this one i have tagged as in my description is as what fan fiction is for right okay i told you about this before sequoia but Mm -hmm. um for our listeners um this is a story that i feel like is like gets to the heart of what a lot of I feel like fan fiction should be for. It's for like beats that you maybe wish had happened in the stories that didn't. Um, so this is a story about the adults um, in Harry's life who care about him, confronting him about what Umbridge has been doing to him at Christmas. So it's like a character beat that I kind of wish had happened, that it makes sense that it didn't, but it's right. like nice to see. Yeah. And so that's, I think that's like a big part of what I think fan fiction is really good for. Going back and revisiting moments that you kind of, Wish had played out a different way, but didn't, um, and just letting us look at that. So, yeah, that's my rec. Awesome. I'm excited to read it. Yeah. So, there you go. Cool. Um. 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 What do we do now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, if you can think of any other Quidditch players from Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff, <laughs> please tweet at us. Let us know. Um, you can find us on social media. Yeah. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Fanatical Fix. I mean, if you have any other thoughts, also, we'd like to hear about them. Yeah, I want, like, just tell us that you loved that because it was lovely. It was. Um, you, did you say the email? Nope. Oh, you can also uh, send us longer thoughts than Twitter can handle if you want to send us an email. Uh, our email is fanaticalfix at gmail.com. Um, also, uh, one thing that is really helpful for us, uh, finding new listeners and things like that is if you drop us a review on iTunes. Um, that's super helpful for us. Also, just let us know how we're doing. We'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Um, 
And if you like our content and want to support us, um, there's a way to do that. Um, Patreon. Yeah. We have a Patreon page. We have a Patreon. There's some like extra content. Uh, we do bonus episodes sometimes, bonus audio episodes. Um, we have some bonus written content and a little bit of swag if you're interested. Um, so the link to our Patreon is in the description. Um, the other thing that's in the description is a submission form. If you've read a fan fiction that you want to share with us, not even just like a crazy one, if it's like a fun one that you liked or something like that that you think we should read, if you want to just if you want to wreck something to us, yeah, I love I love fan fiction. I spend hours yep. reading fan fiction, yep. and I'll remember like three hours in, I'll be like, oh, I'm looking for something for the podcast. <laughs> I'm just re- <laughs> tell tell our listeners about what you were reading recently. Okay, so the other night, I kid you not, friends, I spent four hours reading Percy and Oliver Wood stories. Yes. Oh my god! So I told I you, I told you earlier, I'm an unrepentant slasher. Percy Oliver, one of my favorite pairings. It's so good. Oh, yeah. I've got one to wreck. Ah, I want it so, now. Give it to me. No, it's for <laughs> next episode. Sorry. Sorry. All right. Anyway, um, so uh, if you have something you want to share with us, we have a submission form. Yeah. I'll Links in the description. Um, our thanks, as always, to the Whomping Willows for the use of our theme song. It's their amazing song, Wolf Star. I think that's it. Yay! Is that all the points we want we try to hit at the end? Who knows? Something, 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 something. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm thanks so for good at thanks. podcasting. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is our tenth episode. We should be better at this by now, I feel like. We should like write this shit. Nope, can't do it. Gotta nope, do it live. Nope, Fuck nope. it. Yep. Fuck it, we're doing it live. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>